Welcome to episode number 47, Man in the Mirror. This is the Rotated Views Podcast with Jimmy Lee and the crew, giving you life from various perspectives. Welcome to our level. We hope you enjoy the views. All right, you are now tuned in to the Rotated Views Podcast, episode number 47, Man in the Mirror. Yeah. I am your host, Jimmy Lee Velez. I am here with Goose, Yo. Heck, Manny, whip, whip. and yes. Gabe. That's right, folks. We are here stacked wow. with the entire crew. Back you know, together. before we get things started, don't forget to download and subscribe. Every Tuesday morning, we drop a new episode. If you're new, thank you for joining us. Uh, we hope you appreciate and enjoy the content. Uh, there's a lot of hard work and effort that goes into putting this together. All right, so Man in the Mirror. In this episode, we discuss reflection, contemplation, self-inquiry, and insight. We review the lyrics to Michael Jackson's song, Man in the Mirror, very appropriate, and we completely break down the process of reflection, the importance of it, and its advantages. We wrap the episode up with quotes from Alan Cohen and Thomas Paine. All right, so if you're new, I like to kick things off with a definition from dictionary.com. I define the word reflection. And they define it as a fixing of the thoughts on something, careful consideration. So, so uh, we are going to now break down uh, a few, just the first couple, uh, I guess, stanzas or whatever they call um, in the lyrics of Michael Jackson's "Man in the Mirror." All right. So, and um, no, oh gosh, no, I don't want to disrespect the song. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so anyway, so how we came up with this was, uh, Manny wanted to do an episode on reflection. So I figured, um, let's have fun with it. Let's do it. Um, a lot of times we do, we did in the past, uh, stuff on goal setting and stuff like that. And that all had, you know, a little bit of reflection and, you know, kind of things like that, looking back on the year and what you did, but we are going to dedicate a full, our full attention to, uh, the topic of reflection. So I thought it was appropriate uh, that we use Michael Jackson's Man in the Mirror because even as a child, I remember listening to this song and thinking yeah. like, wow, that's a totally different song and this guy's like, you know, introspectively looking yeah. at the world. Um, I couldn't put it into words at the time, but that's basically what, you know, what's going on. Anyway, so, uh, Man in the Mirror. I'm going, I'm gonna make a change for once in my life. It's gonna feel real good gonna make a difference, gonna make it right. As I turn up the collar on my favorite winter coat, the wind is blowing my mind. I see the kids in the street with not enough to eat. Who am I to be blind? Pretending not to see their needs, a summer's disregard, a broken bottle top, and a one-man soul. They follow each other on the wind, you know, cause they got nowhere to go. That's why I want you to know. I'm starting with the man in the mirror. I'm asking him to change his ways, and no message could have been any clearer. If you want to make the world a better place, take a look at yourself, and then make a change. As you're saying that, I had the beat in my head going. I know. Singing it's that. terrible yeah. when you just read it off, because I'm yes. wanting to sing it so bad. Um, but anyway, One note. for everyone's ears, believe me, you're happy that I read that. Um, so this is... F- absolutely uh fascinating to me because every time i read it it's still um the 
the music video still doesn't come to my mind. I actually just still picture Michael Jackson putting this song together yeah. and like actually experiencing something enough anyway um, to to put it down in lyrics. Um, you know, he's saying he's seeing people's needs and, and you know, as he pops the collar on his coat and then he sees someone, you know, of need and who am I to be blind, so to speak, and not see this. Um, yeah. And then he like challenges himself. Well, at the same time, he sees that man that's in the mirror. That's like, go through all that stuff. That person's been through that too. Mm-hmm. Like you said, he's trying to cover it up by like, trying to act like there's nothing wrong. But as he looks at, at himself in the mirror, he's been through like these situations that everyone's going through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I just think that when he says the I'm starting with the man in the mirror and then asking him to change his ways that's like a complete that's like a what they call like a like a revelation almost yeah. um you see that there's an issue you see that maybe you're part of the issue because mm. if you're asking yourself to change and you're contributing to the problem and the fact that you my thing is that the fact that you realize that and yeah. then normally people see a problem and say well, he, let's just, for example, say he said something, you know, uh, as as a someone impoverished or whatever. Yeah. Why don't you give them money? Uh, why don't rich people give them money? You know, a lot of people just completely start pointing fingers or whatever. Well, he just took it on himself, you know, asking himself to change. Um, which also leads me to the point. He was like, that it's always fascinating to me when they see, when you see, I see comments like on. Um, all over social media when someone wins the lottery and they're, they're so quick to give away people's other people's money. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, you know, when it comes to them, everything's different. Yeah. But anyway, starting with, you know, those lyrics, obviously that's not the complete song, but it's always fascinating when I see someone who actually takes in life and processes it. He's like, you could see him digesting it. I guess that's what I was trying to say when I was like, I could picture him writing this. Yeah. Like he'll sit back, like write a line and like just... Like think about it. I, I'm not sure if that was his process yeah. or if he even wrote this. I'm just saying like that's what I picture when I'm when I hear the song. Um, him really going through it, <laughs> or somebody even even if he did, I don't know if he wrote it or didn't write it. But it's interesting to go through that whole process. Like a guy is actually walking down the street, realizing all this and having an epiphany. Like, right. man, I you know that's not changing. Well, what can I do to make it better? Yeah. Or what can I do to make that change? Right. And, you know, you start to look within. It starts with you, and then it obviously is kind of a snowball effect from there. But, yeah, it's it, it, it's really interesting to, to kind of see the process. And actually, what I thought was that, you know, like, I think we've talked about it a bunch of times, is that in order to make an impact on other people is to, to be the example first. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, sure. Exactly. So, like, yeah, so you make the changes yourself first, and then you show the people that you can do whatever, and they'll follow you. Maybe, like you always said, to a lesser extent, but, you know, the, you know, you help other people along the way, showing you that you can do it too. It's a the uh, plaque that I have sitting between me and Gabe. Be the change you wish to see in the world. Uh, but anyway, that is um, uh, that's the beginning stages of where your life is about to take a complete uh, paradigm shift. You know, someone's moving into a uh, a good direction when. That's when, you know, they're starting with themselves and, and knowing it's them. All right. So, all right. So we, let's let's move on. Um, we all reflect. 
uh, how deep we go into analyzing makes all the difference. Uh, in your opinion, what's the point of reflection? I'll just put this on Manny since he wanted to. Oh, no, no pressure. No pressure. <laughs> um, came ready. He got his little social studies book with him. That's right. Um, this this came. I think I, I I texted Jim last week. I was looking over some some reports at work from I'm coming up on five years, and the financial reports in five years, looking at them have been humongous change, and it was just like. How the hell did I get here? Yeah. All all the positive. Right. But I never took inventory of, you know, you go in every day and you just do it and you do it and you do it. You kind of, you know, nose to the grindstone and you don't look back and think of, all right, what worked, what didn't work. You know, you get it on a grand level, you know, on a, on a broader scale. Okay, that works, you know, big things. But the, what, are, what were the little things that made the extra difference, you know, that one day or that one week or that one quarter or, or that first half of the year where you had exponential growth? And you might have kind of tailed off on the second half. What was it? You know, I never looked back and thought to myself, well, what did I do those six months? Or, you know, what did we accomplish? How did we accomplish it those six months? Yeah, to like, kind why of, is it working? Right. I mean, and because you want to continue to replicate those successes, obviously, that's the, that's the kind of key. Or how can you make it more efficient? Right. And if you got, you know, beat over the head, I'm sure I got beat up a lot during, you know, that first half of the year as well. I never, I took inventory of some of the really bad experiences. But the smaller ones, kind of those, you know, kind of fly under the radar mistakes where it could help clean up. I never took inventory of it. And I was like, how the hell did I get here? And I finally thought to myself, I was like, man, five years now. And then, you know, what do I have to show for it? Other yeah. than some bumps and bruises and, you know, some successes. But besides that, I can't put a finger on, you know, what it was. Because I think when you reflect, it has to be deep. You know, you have to think about how, why. You know, you got to stop. It has to be a deliberate thought. Yeah. You know, and especially in, for me, the negative ones. If you have negative experiences, you have to go back and reflect on it and go into it. Like, well, who is involved? How did it get here? Because when you start to kind of dive into it, the truth comes out. And if you're somebody who's always striving to achieve and do better, you nine times out of ten, you'll point the finger at yourself on, you know, at what could I have done better? How could I have manipulated that situation? Or how could I have handled that situation to make it easier or not have to go through that again? So um, that was very long-winded, but that's where that, that text message came from. Because um, it just kind of hit me. It was that like aha moment. Like, man, you got to start writing this stuff down and taking time deliberately to, to really think about these type of things. So did you? And you know, it's funny, I did, but very, again, very superficially, I took three minutes and was like, oh man, we did that, we did that, and I hit all the, kind of the big milestones. Yeah. You know, I set these big milestones in my head and what I wanted to accomplish, what I wanted to do, and I hit the big ones, but there's always the small victories where, you know, that's when you stop and smell the roses, so to speak. Right. You know, I just kind of, I walked through, right through the rose bush, I just went, whoosh, didn't stop and smell the roses, just kept going, because there's right. the next thing, the next thing, the next thing. But uh, I think at that time, too, when I was talking to you, my, the tank was empty. Yeah, yeah, You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I just hadn't, it was like, hey. like, I hit these goals, but I needed something to fill me back up again. Like, I needed a little wins to kind of get me back motivated and moving in the right direction. Yeah, it's like um, uh, like an EKG, it's like, monitors the heartbeat or the heart rate, and it's, like, almost like a visual uh, representation of what's going on. And if I have... Uh, like an irregular heartbeat so the doctor will point out 
where he's like you see that right there is like the you know that specific sound right that's what is showing us and he could just grab the printout of the ekg and point it out in like two seconds right and that's exactly where the problem is so it's kind of what that's a reflection of what's going on right in your heart mm-hmm. would it be the same thing where if you can do that every quarter once a quarter or sure. whatever on a weekly basis however uh the frequency is really up to you mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um and and you know to your discretion but you can if you do it the more you do it i say i should say the more often you do it mm-hmm. the easier it is going to be to point out where the things were like, for example like if you brought in help like if you contracted somebody and mm-hmm. all of a sudden production went through the roof that week or that month mm-hmm. you can easily point out as like oh it was because we had these you know contractors here right uh because of x y and z but if you do that uh, t- this is February. We're in February now, and you look back and you're reflecting of January 2018. It's like, why was production up the first quarter? Now right. you just bun- jumped it, bundled, or excuse me, bundled it into the first quarter. When if you did it on a monthly basis, you can attribute it directly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's and that's those are changes that can be made deliberately. Right. You know, they're not just the sweeping change because sweeping change is hard. You can make a conscious decision. Okay, what we'll changes this month? Or we'll change this thought every day, and it just becomes easier. It becomes habitual. It becomes a habit. Um, and I think that's what I missed the first five years. There were things that would, we did one thing well. We did good. We called people back. I knew we were good at that. Yeah. But in those callbacks, we didn't really get better. Like how you know how quick did we get back? How fast did we find the information? Did we get you know how did we deliver the information? Those little things were never fine tuned. It was just we were good at that. Yeah. And that was it. You know what I mean? So I didn't right. reflect on that as, you know, how could we grow that particular strength and, and you know, even stronger portion of our game, so to speak. Yeah. I mean I thought it was interesting too, you said something about um even the bad times or the negative times when you should reflect. Um so I do when you said that I just thought of like repair. So it's a great point on like the repairing process of mm-hmm. if something bad happens when you were reflecting, you can go back and replay the scenario mm-hmm. and how you actually wanted it to happen and you know i guess contemplate on how you can improve next time if that were to happen if that specific situation were to happen again you know what the remedy sure. would be sure um my i think for me the whole time and i'm sure everybody else is the same way how the hell did i get there you know because yeah. there's always those things that happen it's kind of it escalates right well where were step one you know, so the next time you get to step one, you won't get to step two. That would have led to step seven, which got you in this situation. Um, you know, identifying those things that happened, realizing the feelings, who was, in, again, who's involved, why, how do they feel, you know, how do they react. I mean, there's there's a whole bunch that I think I over overanalyze, and sometimes you get analysis of, uh, or paralysis of analysis. Yeah. You know, you don't want to get stuck in that either. Mm-mm. You don't want to overanalyze either when you're reflecting because then you just become, you know, stuck. Right. You're overthinking it too much, and in it, my opinion, anyway. To go back to the EKG thing, if, if the doc sees a normal heartbeat, then there's nothing to, you know, right. critique. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's fine. But when you go onto the bumps and you see the bumps, why were we so high or why were we so low? That's where you kind of aim back at. Um, I'm a... Um, you know, I love like inspirational quotes and motivational quotes or whatever. I have it, you know, slapped all over my social media accounts. And one of them I saw from one of the guys that I follow said, you learn nothing from winning. And I remember I went on this like huge like rant 
and replied back to that. I'm like, I've learned a whole lot from winning. You know, you learned what works. Mm -hmm. If you learn nothing from winning, that means you learn nothing from losing because they're they're the opposites of each other. And if you don't have winning, then you don't. Without winning, you can't have losing. Right. Without losing, you can't have winning. So you you do learn something. I mean, you have to learn something. That makes no sense to me. Um, so you know what works. Yeah. You know what doesn't work. If you're six, I think what he was trying to say was, you know, there was no. I don't know. I don't know what he was trying to say. Maybe he was trying to say like there was no struggle in winning or something. But to me, <clears throat> the times that I ran or there's win, there's a lot of struggle that was behind all that. I mean, you don't learn anything in always winning. It's maybe the missing part of the quote or something. I guess. The, I think I've, the more profound things are found in losses. You know what I mean? Yeah, because I think the most growth. you get yeah. the most growth yeah. from losing. You know, when you fall down, you really got to pick yourself back up. I don't know. And there's a yeah. lot there. I mean, it's easy to win. I mean, right? I mean, it's easy. It's I don't easy. think so. It is. No, it's when, when you're winning, it feel, it's just, that's an easy, that's when a, you win easy you emotion. Won, there's no correction. You're just going to keep doing what you're doing. Right. But what happens if you win for the first time? Excite. Yeah, you're excited. Well, sure. The absolutely. emotion. You just. You, yeah, so you, you learn right, a lot that from is that. Profound. Yeah, you yeah. Yeah. That is absolute, Think about LeBron James when he won with the Cavaliers. That emotion that he finally got to that huge goal that he didn't do with yeah. the original team. That's a big moment. Sure. Of course, there's a bunch of little what's it called? Yeah. Well, I mean, there were huge losses before that. I mean, he spent. That's what, that's he, what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, but there was, but there again, going back to the point, there was more. Like he probably learned more from losing. So the first time he went sure. to Miami, lost the championship. I think he probably learned more about himself, his team, and how to lead in that first time not winning a championship. So the second and third year, you know, when he did win those championships, he might have learned more, so to speak. You, you obviously yeah, there's, do. There's not, it's not to take away from you. Absolutely, don't you learn from winning? There's no doubt. Yeah. No doubt. Um. Yeah. So, all right. So, just going back to uh, you know, to to the reflecting part. Is there? Do you think that there's a certain power or like advantage of some of of reflecting? I know we're talking about what we're doing for reflecting or why we should reflect, but what's there, specifically the advantage? You're doing it. Not everybody reflects. I mean, you either you don't have time, or you just really don't care to. Yeah. To d- d- reflect deeply. You go back yeah. and think like, oh, that wasn't a good experience. But go back and think about what what about that experience wasn't good or bad. If you're doing it, you're already a step, uh, to me, you're already a step ahead. Because you're learning from that experience and you're better prepared to handle whatever comes your way. Because you're, you're kind of armed with the knowledge to know how to handle it next time. Yeah. So if you're doing it, immediately you're more powerful than the next person. Or you have, uh, you know, you're a step ahead. Gives you that edge. Head. Absolutely, there is that, and it, uh, any edge, especially in your career, is. I mean, it's undeniable. Well, they say like even like in the Olympics, like the the from second to like twentieth place is like seconds. Oh yeah, hundreds. It's only of seconds, hundreds of seconds, of seconds that yeah. you know mm-hmm. whatever. So, whatever edge you can get, I mean, mm-hmm. there's books on this stuff, sure. but um, you know the winning edge and stuff like that. But the edge can be so slight. Sure. Um, actually, there's a book called The Slight Edge. And uh, it do, it talks about things like that. What you can do to just get that advantage on your opponents or on, in life in general. Um, someone was also talking about is like, how do you go 
through life not knowing yourself. That's just part of the process. It's the most basic quote that's, you know, uh, people always talk about, like, know thyself, blah, blah, blah. People don't realize how deep that actually is. For example, if you are a person who gets completely weak uh, every time you pass by a fast food restaurant and you pull in and then you get a cheeseburger and french fries and you just keep doing it and you're overweight and you're not happy with yourself. There's Mm -hmm. some people that love that and they're happy with themselves. Fine. But if you keep doing it and you keep uh, upsetting yourself, you know, that you're not comfortable in your own skin kind of thing, why would you keep passing by the fast food restaurant and pulling in? That's not knowing yourself. Yeah. If you know that's how weak you are, then avoid that at all costs. Yeah. That's that's working on yourself. Um, whereas, you know, someone who doesn't reflect, if we're going back to the edge, um, and just continually goes back to the same stuff and expects a different result, which sure. we all know is the classic Albert Einstein quote, uh, you know, repeatedly doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. Uh, reflection has that advantage and again, I believe it depends on how deep you reflect. Yeah, I mean, for for the easy one for me was you know everybody wants to work out, right? Everyone wants to be healthy, you know. So you set yourself up the night before when you're feeling good. I used to tell myself, just get up in the morning and work out. It didn't happen. After going through it, you got to set yourself up for success, right? Yeah. So the first time that alarm rings and you don't get up, your day shot. Because you've already been beat one time, you're not starting off in a positive light, and I know that. Yeah. So I've now I'm I've not committed myself to the morning. I know yeah. that I'm just not going to do it. Yeah. You know, is that a lack of willpower? Sure, but that's also being able to know I'm putting myself in in a position to be successful. So I'll do it at night, and I'll force myself to do it at night. It's easier to do it then. Um, you know, you don't want. I reflected enough to know. Finally, I was like, oh, "Be real with yourself." Reflection is is. I mean, it's is truth. Is you're telling yourself the truth. Listen to the truth because it's it's exactly what it is. And I finally said to myself, "I'm not. I'm not gonna do it. I'm just not gonna tell myself I'm gonna do it." That was part of the. That's an easy one for me. I'm sure there's deeper ones that I thought, but that's one that I struggle with till today. So, I know you were talking about. Um you know, what you did at work or whatever, did you, are you going to do anything with these reflections with this newfound reflection specifically? Like, did you come up with changes that you're going to do for this coming year? Yes. You know, and I started to write things down. I know everybody says you should always be writing stuff down. I started, it's more of a conscious decision to start writing stuff down, kind of goals to, to meet because everybody has goals in their head, right? You know, you, oh, I'll be able to do this and then 17 goes by and you haven't accomplished one of those goals so started to write them down um little things i wanted to improve and they're small i mean they're incremental changes but yeah. together they're you know it's big movement yeah um but yeah started just to kind of write them down just be more conscious of it so the whole rotated views podcast began um from a thought that we've got from you know conversations that we had in like our small circles uh while just hanging out um, reminiscing. So is reflection a form of reminiscence? Is that a word? I don't even know. Um, well, reminiscence? I mean, yeah, you yeah. do because you you talk about the old time. You know, that can be, it can be, on a friendly basis, it can be like on a, you know, just, you know, when we have like the crazy, like, in-depth talks, like it's just um, re- 
re-bringing out the stuff that you know that that's good like it could be you know like you have the old friends you always go back to and you always you know you pick up where you left off type stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. that can be like reflecting that's just like more nostalgic than it is like i yeah. guess reflecting and then anything else but yeah i mean it, it can go both ways it you, we reflect on what we've done like you always like we've done it so often like we go to the backyard and chill and like talk about all the stuff that we've done and like oh now how can we prove that type right, of situation. right. So you can it can it can go um nostalgic reason or it can just you know it can actually build upon what you've already been doing yeah. Re- reminiscing is i mean it's positive right reminiscing you don't i don't ever re- rem- remember reminiscing about something negative negative right yeah. you always if you reminisce it tends to be yeah positive no, absolutely. Absolutely. It, it takes it tends, you to you a, think about the good times it tends to be because there was you times we reminisced up. about some bad things we could not <laughs> yeah. stop laughing and we laughed about it but it was bad things yeah well because in hindsight like me and evan like we oh, sure. dumb stuff that we did as teenagers they're bad stuff but we're just laughing at but them. you're so far removed from that right. situation that now it's it, you can laugh about yeah. it as yeah but at to... the time as bad as it is now as an adult at the time it brought you joy obviously you thought it was funny or something i mean it always brings you reminiscing always brings you back to a kind of a happier place regardless of how bad it was something that you did you laughed and you thought it was funny all right, so we cut. We did. We did talk about this, Manny. You said this that you know, reflection obviously is a form of a strategy because it gives you the edge. Mm-hmm. Um, but do you think people are afraid to reflect, or anybody? Does anybody feel like people are afraid to reflect? Maybe yeah. it'll bring back a painful memory, for example. If if you're scared to question yourself, or if you're afraid to fail, or you're afraid of criticism, then yes. Yeah. yeah, there's no doubt in my mind, yes. If if you don't like when somebody calls me fat, right? My mom's coworker was like, he's gotten chubby, you know? I worked, 12 years ago, I worked at this place at 18 years old. And he, she's like, uh, my mom should have picture of my family. And the guy was like, oh, man, he looks like, it looks like he's gained some weight. And I immediately got defensive and got mad. But it was the truth. It was the truth. And I had to go back. And I literally reflected on that moment, like, what happened? Yeah. Like, yeah, why did like, I get mad? Why did I? But you know, from that moment spawned. Okay, let's go, we gotta go to the gym. Like that's it. That was yeah. the kind of the aha moment. It's mm-hmm. to reflect. It's reflect to correct. Like you look at back and you want to fix what was what was going on in that situation. Sure, sure. Like you just said, go back. I want to work out. Right. I was. I didn't realize it. I was a little a little chubby, but I want to yeah. go back to the gym, correct it. Sure. So sometimes to go back and reflect on what situations are. To correct it is not a bad thing. I mean, there's also the the biggest one for me, the easiest one, and we've all been there. When we've had, you know, in a job in your career trying to move up in advancement or whatever the case is, and you've had a superior come down, and your interaction after you walked away from it, you're like, what? What the hell did I just say? Like, yeah. that's a perfect time <laughs> to, re- like, I've replayed multiple yes. times, like, why? what head. was I wearing? In my head, what was I wearing? Like, why did I wear this today? And I went back and thought about the yeah. whole thing. Why did you I say that right there? You take a step back and, like, what yeah. the... Yeah, and, and those are the big things. So I, yeah. I, I'm sure all of us have had that experience, and we've learned, and, you know, hopefully have learned and, and moved on and haven't had that situation. I'm sure we continue to do it, but... Yeah, and I yeah. feel like some people don't reflect... Uh, because of the pain it brings back yeah um and they're my my thing is is that you don't want to and i guess we're all guilty of this deal with that 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 was the point of my story like the truth comes out and it hurts right yes exactly that's it reminded me immediately of the show hoarders 
And they had like the psychologists come in and mm-hmm. break down why certain people hoard. And I'm not giving like a blanket statement, but right. um, they're saying, you know, one of the guys who was a hoarder lost his home when he was whatever, 18 years old, like to a fire or something like that. So then after that traumatic event happened to him, he wanted to keep everything. everything. He never wanted to lose everything ever again. Yeah. So he just kept collecting stuff and you know, yeah. um, to the point where it consumed his life mm-hmm. and he couldn't actually function in society. Yeah. And to me, he was like, well, what happened? Either that was him dealing with it, mm-hmm. but then there was no, I guess, you know, the reflection part, I guess, when we're talking about is dealing with it and care- taking careful consideration. Like, all right, why am I here? Well, we know the psychologist definitely reflected on yeah. or understood those levels of, you know, why someone, you know, acts the way they act. I don't know if that's even a good example of saying the hoarder thing, but um, because to me, it's not going back in time to fix something. You just let the, the pain stay there and you're just covering it yeah, up. Some people are just scared to do it. Yeah. Scared to reflect. It's it's tough to hear the truth about yourself. Yeah, yeah, big time. It's tough. I mean, when you get criticized, how do you feel immediately? Like the first time you yeah, just immediately yeah. get defensive you get or defensive you're, right yeah, you're immediately butthurt. You're the most invested person in you. That's right. why. And so it, this happens to artists all the time. I talked about this when we had Kim D on. Um, uh, we were talking about like the creative process and how much you know time and energy you put into your own artwork, and yep. then you present it to somebody, and then it's up for criticism. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I mean. And in the back of your mind, it's like, whoa, 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 it's not up for criticism. It is what it is. That's mm-hmm. why it's art. Yeah. But then people are just like, well, that's a terrible piece of art. And yeah. you're just like, oh they no, throw their opinion at you. I'm like demolished. You asked for it. Yeah. 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 Mm. All right, so the topic is reflection, and the title is Man in the Mirror. So when you guys think about this, you know, what do you see when you look in the mirror? What are the thoughts that rush to your head? Uh, is there something that you want to see? Are you proud of the person? Do you like the person? Um, are you working on that person? Is that person confident? Um, I remember I remember this, was, this topic was brought up when... Um, you know, we were in a home-based business, and I remember, like, that is the, that has to be the weirdest thing, just staring at yourself. Like, you know, you look in the mirror, I look in the mirror, do my hair, yeah. to do other you things, actually, like, to shave or whatever, but I'm just staring at myself in the mirror, and I never understood the concept until I grasped it on, you know, on a much deeper, deeper level where it was the physical, the actual reflection of you. What is that telling? When you first see that, what is it reflecting on the inside? Um, and then that's when you say like, if you can't look at yourself in the eyes, in the mirror, you know, what are you, what are you portraying outside to the outside world? Right. Um, mm. and, and a lot of times people cope, their coping mechanisms can be various stuff. But, uh, one of the things they say to do is when you're reflecting is play back those, you know, bad, I guess, things about that you think are bad about yourself. And replace them with the good ones. And then to the point to eventually they become the good ones. And all of a sudden your bad habits become your good habits. Mm-hmm. And then the next time you go and look in that mirror, even if it's not the best thing you've ever seen, it's an improved <laughs> version of yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't grasp that. I thought it was the weirdest thing for the longest time, probably for over a year. I didn't even do that. I tried the exercise like twice and I'm like, get this makes no sense. I didn't get it on a deeper level. I was just like, I thought I was just literally staring at myself. Look at me. I'm like, what am I supposed to get out of this? Yeah. But then I think there comes like a whole nother 
you know, sector of a topic when you're talking about looking at yourself in a mirror because you're the, like I said before, we're the most vested person in ourselves, right? Mm -hmm. If we don't love us, who's going to, you know, we can't expect for, you know, someone else to To be that that. source. Yeah. Yeah, But people do people. That's when, you know, you get into these abusive relationships, whether it's, you know, I'm more talking emotional um, abuse where it's someone you have to do something for someone t- to make them happy mm-hmm. and you feel that way and i just heard a story joe Lucien gave w- was on that specific thing where he had a friend that if he didn't hang out with his friend the friend would make him feel bad every time and basically he spent all this time hanging out with his friend just to make his friend feel happy again right. um so i guess that somewhat plays into kind of what we're talking about but do when you do let's just say we do look in the mirror let's just we've all done it my knee-jerk reaction to myself pump that pimple yeah (laughs) i'm someone you know i feel like i'm a confident person yeah but if i'm looking in the mirror i'm the biggest critic of myself i mean i almost beat myself down and i don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing like when you guys look at yourself is it is it more negative than positive or you need to change this to get better you know, or do you look at yourself like, it's yeah, It's just let's that do feeling this. of perfection you want. Like, you know in, inside your head what you look like or what you think you look like, and then you see yeah. it, it's not there. You just, like, want that, like, that. I feel like it's just, like, that view of perfection. Like, you, yeah. you, like you wish, you know you can be better, and, like, you just want that. Yeah, in your head, you yeah. know it can be better. Yeah. You know it. I think, to me, also, I think it depends on where you are in your life. Yeah. So, like, if something good just happened, like oh you're super confident yeah and you stare in a mirror like dude you're the man yeah man you know what i mean it's i say it's the times you got to be careful with when you know stuff's not going that well and then you look look at yourself in the mirror and you're like Mm -hmm. then you just beat yourself up that can be a dangerous area i think that's where reflection helps with riding those waves because you never want to be too high you want to be humble when you're successful but you don't want to be so low where you know you're you're down there. But you still you can't have bring yourself back. Yeah, up. Yeah, you got to be confident enough to be like, no, we're good, man. We're we're on the we're on the upswing here, you know. So that's that's where I think reflection helps with keeping yourself kind of in the middle, just yeah. always on an even keel. Yeah. Um, I just feel like if everyone can realize that not every every time someone looks in a mirror, if they're genuinely reflecting, is gonna necessarily like what they see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're not gonna be 100 percent confident um you know with you know let's just say the results or happy let's just say with the results that you know is like oh i can do better and i feel like that is like the the human soul so to speak they're constantly like wanting or like reaching for more i guess that it's it's never going to be there and some people say like oh i'm satisfied for with x y and z yeah but there is a some subject or some area in your life that you're not satisfied yeah. you might be satisfied in your relationships you might be satisfied with your career you might be satisfied with your finances but maybe it's physically you're not satisfied or you right. might be satisfied physically there's no one person that's satisfied in everything that would be perfection and that mm-hmm. doesn't exist yeah, exactly um, so there's something that we're all working on or not quote satisfied. If I don't know if that'll help someone like to think like, Oh, you're always beating yourself up every time you, whatever it's like, everyone's going through their right. own battle. Mm-hmm. Um, because no matter how well you come across, there's always something inside that somebody else is, is screwing themselves up with. Yeah. It was like, um, I had, I had, I'm not even going to say, I had a doctor come up to me and say, Oh man, I wish life was, as, I, I wish my life was as easy as yours. And he said it 
fairly serious, right? And I said, dude, just because I make it look easy doesn't mean it is. He started dying laughing and then actually kind of somewhat apologized. He's like, I don't even know why you even said that. He's like, I, he's like you just had a smile. You walked by me and had like a smile on your face. Right? And that was, that so was that his was reaction to you? Yeah. That was enough for him to So I don't think, I think he just it flew out of his mouth. I don't think he necessarily meant it. Um, but maybe he was trying to say that he wanted to be as happy as you. Like, yeah, maybe that, that, that level just came out weird. In a weird backhand but happiness you look like a, you're in. On a deeper level, I think that might have been his actual fault. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I bet you he went back and reflected on that. Oh yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> um, uh, that was an interesting moment. Uh, we just every now every time we see each other, we just laugh. <laughs> That's great. When you being now you're reminiscing. Yeah, now yeah, we're reminiscing. reminiscing. Right? Yep. Yeah, because we're bringing up memories. <laughs> yeah. Good, one. Good ones. Memorandums. <laughs> uh, so the reality is that reflection is the truth and it's the result of your past. You have to be able to handle it and improve. Do you agree with that? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You learn from everything. You, like you said, you learn from your wins. You learn from your losses. You learn about, I mean, everything. Everything yeah. should be a learning moment, right? I mean, if should you're not be. learning something, you're you're not... What's the point of living if you're just literally just taking up space and breathing? Right. You got to be moving towards something, my opinion. So, and I agree. So, what was the most interesting thing you ever contemplated in your life? That had to be like the most like outrageous thing, but just maybe just an interesting or maybe something that you have contemplated and you're thinking. Because contemplating has some form or element of reflecting. Like you're going back and forth with thoughts. You're dating careful consideration so you're kind of going back and forth like should i do that should i not do it mine was uh moving out for the very first time yeah contemplating on do i really want to leave mom pop's house do i really want to take that next big step can i afford that means no more spending on myself that means i have to now start providing like there was a lot going through my head and i'm like it's time to step up the game and do what you got to do yeah so I mean that was like my biggest. That 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 I didn't even think of that one, but that was that is a big one I think for anyone who moves out or whatever. Or when you have like a child and you got to yeah. think of well, yeah, it wasn't like all this. my whole thing was that my wife now got pregnant, so it was like I always said to myself I would never be that type of person that just often left and let them let let her be pregnant and have a child somewhere else. I want it to be. A unit as one yeah so that's why i said to myself i was like well it's time to step up the game like no more bull crap and you have to really get this together and yeah. it was like there was so much going through my head and but that was almost there. but that was almost forced right like in your mind it was the situation forced the hand uh yes yes and no like because you you obviously you had a decision to make i had a decision to make right and the decision wasn't I wasn't forced to move out. No. I was, that was my decision because in my head, like I said, I didn't want to yeah. be that guy. Your principles told you that that was right. Like, yeah. this is what you need to do. And this is what you always said to yourself is that you have to be there to provide, to support. Right. So that's what was always in my head. So it wasn't, I mean, like I said, yes and no, I was, it was forced. So right, I mean, right, it's right. Like one of those, but yeah, that was I the think a majority of contemplation is not forced, but it happens to you. And that's the reason like a lot of people don't want to just sit around and contemplate. Yeah. Uh, that's just the most obnoxious conversation. If you ever had one with someone who pontificates everything, Oh my gosh, you want to drive someone crazy <laughs> coming up with a bunch of scenarios that never happened 
and possibly could never happen, but they're still still with the careful consideration. Mm-hmm. He's like, what is the point of that? Oh, it's like the worst off the wall situation. Yeah, yeah, and for no reason. Like, just, there's there's no goal of doing it. Like, if we're trying to say like, let's really try mm-hmm. to solve this problem. Like, we went to the escape room, right? Mm-hmm. So if anyone doesn't know what the escape room is, it's kind of like this. Literally, it's a room or multiple rooms, depending on you know your location. Yeah, um, clues and stuff. Yeah, that you get clues, and you're trying to basically solve the whole mystery of mm. um, whatever situation. scenario, situation how you got, locked, how you got locked in the room, whatever. Yeah, and mm. so all each clue leads to the next, know, the next, the step. next clue, and yeah. then that's how you escape out of the room or whatever. That's the overall goal. You have like an hour to get out. Anyway, if that was the case, then yes, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But just to literally just go make up problems and then go over them. And then we're always like, what in the world did that just do? Um, <laughs> so, I mean. over a goal in sight. So what yeah. is, what is that then? Do you ever, have you guys had a situation, you know, you have an interview. And I don't know if this is reflection or forecasting or I don't know what this is. But you ever sit and think about, all right, what are they going to ask me? Yeah, like you're and going. You have, to, but that's preparation. That's more in preparation. Yeah, exactly. Preparation, yeah. Yeah, I feel like that's prepping because it's an actual possibility. So you don't right. know. True. So you're going over the scenario, different scenarios for actual possibilities of the unknown. So that's preparation. Yeah, not, you're just not prep- reflection. Yeah, that's because there's actually a goal in mind of yeah. potentially getting a job. Yeah, gotcha. yeah, just making up weird scenarios that that's called being smart. Most likely, it would never happen. Is, is a totally different. That's like an abstract. Doesn't make any. That's a lesson in just problem solving. I guess. I'm yeah, I mean, that. it's great because you know you have a very creative mind but <laughs> but I mean, got things point? to do <laughs> yeah um was there a time in your life where you just completely got disgusted with yourself and what did you do i feel like this happened to me a bunch of times and it wasn't like it wasn't really in a negative way it was just like all right i'm done like there's you know i just got fed up with myself really on something and i was just like all right i'm not doing that ever again and then you just make a boom, a big change. Um, sometimes it's not something that you even like make concrete as like it's written down. You call mm-hmm. five people and you go over it. Sometimes you just like you just make it up in your head. Like I'm never doing that again. Yeah. Um, my, my first job coming out of college. Not not the it one was you got told you, to go home. N- no 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 not that one. My first real job out of college. I was forced to get a job with benefits because I put myself in a situation that I had to get benefits and, you know, start working. I literally just, I just went in and I, I didn't care. Mm. didn't bother me. There was no, there was nothing motivating me to do anything. I just yeah. was showing up and just collecting a check. Yeah. Just and going got through the motions. Yeah. Going through the motions. I just got to the point where I was like, this is, this is sucked. Yeah. It was the easiest job in the world. And I could probably still be there doing the same damn thing. Yeah. But it was just, I got to the point where like, I couldn't wait. It was twelve o'clock, and I couldn't wait till three thirty, because I had three oh, and a man. half hours of nothing. Yeah, nothing, and I wasn't motivated enough because I didn't care to be like, oh, let's go meet a customer, let's do this, whatever, and I was yeah. just like, oh man, I'm good. I sat there for three and a half hours just counting the seconds. And I just got to the point where I just can't do this anymore. That's it. How so, long did you work there for? In that position, it only took six months to figure out. Yeah, but it, it took you. Oh, it took you six. Took months me six to months figure to figure out, out because I was in that position in that for six position. months. Okay, okay, okay. So I was under somebody who was giving me direction. So after I was done giving direction, it was just like, all right, now what? I'm glad they're doing it. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what's your plan? You know, what's your next step? How are you gonna? And How just, are you gonna improve? And I finally was just like, I got to the point six months. Like I can't do this, and I made a career change, jumped ship, did something totally different, running something totally 
not even close to what my degree is or what I was currently in or yeah. at the time was in. I just jumped ship altogether and just left. Yeah. That was the moment where I was like, I'm out. That's it. Done. That's awesome. Yep. I don't know. It was scary. But yeah. Oh, sure. All right. So what would you tell someone who sees nothing but bad when they look in the mirror? Ugh. So the man in the mirror is always bad. Um, whether it's emotionally or physically, they just do not like the person they are. Um, first of all, we got to think of, you know, why we're reflecting or when, when you look at the per- person that we have to understand, I guess, that life is a progression. And, you know, in progression, hopefully, but even though when it looks like it's kind of like what Manny was talking about earlier, saying, you know, you learn from, you know, hopefully you learn from your mistakes because not everyone does to say that when negative things happen, you're learning. Um, a lot of times people don't. They keep doing the same knucklehead things that got them in that same scenario and they keep ending back there. Mm-hmm. But if eventually you can just at least grasp the concept that the goal is not to be perfect every time because yeah. it, it's never going to happen. But if you know at least that you're trying yeah. and then once your your efforts are there and you say that they're not good enough, I promise you they're better than what you think, number yeah. one. And um, as long as you're giving an effort to improve or just trying to change or do something, like if you're looking in the mirror and all you see is bad, you have to come to a point where you have to be open to change. Because obviously what you're doing is not working in yep. your mind. So you have to be like, okay, now what do I need to do? And you might not have all the answers. I'm not saying you're going to have all the answers. But if that person, if you're that person that constantly looks in the mirror and is not happy with what you see, you have to realize that it's going to take a change. I'm not saying a massive yep. change. I'm not saying a little change. I'm saying just a change. Just whatever that you know you want to define that as. But there has to be a change. You can't constantly... Here's the thing. You can't constantly do the same thing and then always be mad. Yeah. That makes no sense at all. So being open to change, just be open to change. Do something different. Maybe you want to ask somebody for advice or go buy a book or go watch a video on something on whatever era you want to improve on. Um, you have to want to you know, see something different in that mirror. But even something like with like the... I guess it's easy to focus on the negative is, is the problem yeah. too. So it's like there's always something positive that usually happens, but it's so easy to ignore it for the fact that, you know, there's like, you know, you have the quote unquote bad day, which there's positive stuff happening there too, but it's so easy to, you know, see the, the quote unquote trail that led to like this horrible day, but even though there was like sprinkling of everything, of probably both sides in between. So right. it's just, it's just easy to focus on the one side and the other side. So I try to me be more aware of the positive that happens and try to more focus on that as opposed to always focusing on the negative part if that makes any sense yeah and i think i think also going back to and matching up your result with your expectations yes because that is it has to be one of one of my biggest learning curves was what i was expecting and what my results were and just led to absolute confusion and frustration i was always frustrated with certain things not realizing what my expectation my expectations were one thing but my actions were different and I would have never gotten, never reached what my expectations were. I set myself up for failure Mm -hmm. in certain things. So it was like, well, no wonder you're mad at yourself. You're always frustrated because you're not, what you set out to do will never happen. So you just set yourself up for failure. (laughs) I would say reflect on your expectations. What are your expectations 
that's basically what frustration is when your you know life your results don't match up to your expectations of what it was supposed to be or what you know you thought it was going to be. Um, that that's another thing I would say is you know check out what your expectations are, be open to change, and focus on more positive things. Fo- focus on something that you do like. Okay, like I guess surround yourself with more positive people too if you can. Absolutely. All right, cool. So. Uh, with that being said, we will wrap the episode up with quotes from Thomas Paine and Alan Cohen. The first one by Thomas Paine. The real man smiles in trouble, gathers strength from distress, and grows brave by reflection. And the second one is by Alan Cohen. Everyone and everything that shows up in our life is a reflection of something that is happening inside of us. I absolutely love that. Um that's deeper than what most people probably are thinking right now, too. Wow. Again, we'll go back to this, but look up uh, Law of Attraction stuff. That, that blows your mind. Anyway, so there it is, Man in the Mirror. In this episode, we discuss reflection, contemplation, self-inquiry, and insight. We review the lyrics to Michael Jackson's song, Man in the Mirror. We completely break down the process of reflection, the importance of it, and its advantages. We wrap the episode up with quotes from Alan Cohen and Thomas Paine. Thanks again for joining us. Guys, don't forget to visit the website, jimmyleevelez.com. Follow the blog. If you have any inquiries or questions you would like for us to answer on a future episode, uh, just email us at info at And on behalf of myself and the rest of the crew, we wish you massive success. And until next time, adios. The Rotated Views podcast was produced for self-development purposes. Thank you for the love and support. We truly do hope you enjoyed the views.